Next on the 5 o'clock report. It's going to be dangerously cold. It started early. Peace of mind. The plane shook and then it went into a sudden drop. I just pray to God. This is wrong. It's going to be total chaos. Donald J. Trump. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Bracing for another wintry blast. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Mark Webster. Even though your calendar says winter actually starts two days from now, your frozen fingers and soggy socks tell a different story. While some winter-weary listeners are thawing out today, others in the Syracuse area, for example, still under the gun from snow bands off of Lake Ontario. This band is going to keep dropping south and eventually go south of the thruway by sunset tonight. And that does include moving into Syracuse in time for that evening commute. Meteorologist Kate Thornton, but for others, today's merely the calm before the next winter storm headed our way later this week, packing Siberian level chill. It's going to be dangerously cold with our wind chill values 40 to 50 below in portions of the northern plains. It all gets going today, Wednesday spread south, Friday all the way down to the Gulf Coast. The Weather Channel's Stephanie Abrams. The system headed our way later this week could prove problematic for travelers. Today is projected to be the busiest day of the year for air travel. These flyers have some savvy advice if you're bound for the friendly skies. Get started early. Make sure that you have all your paperwork. Get your hours early for sure. Four hours, yeah. yeah. I would say. Kind of peace of mind. AAA is predicting a near record 113 million people will hit the road or take to the skies by January 2nd. Well, the skies weren't nearly so friendly for passengers aboard a Hawaiian air flight from Phoenix to Hawaii when they ran into severe turbulence. The plane shook and then like it went into a sudden drop, kind of like how you would go into a drop on a roller coaster. Yeah, but this roller coaster was at 30,000 feet. The seatbelt sign was on. Those not buckled in when it happened took the brunt of it. My mom wasn't buckled. She hit the ceiling and she hit the before. There were several other people that hit their head. When we landed, paramedics came and they were like wheeling people out. Many folks panicked, but not this lady. I just prayed to God that the plane wouldn't fall apart. When people were screaming, I was praying. There were 11 serious injuries aboard the Airbus 330. The NTSB is investigating the incident. Southern border cities bracing for an increase in already high numbers of illegal immigrants with this week's scheduled end of Title 42, a Trump-era rule making it easier for the U.S. to expel illegal border crossers. Even some Democrats now, like Joe Manchin, say pulling the plug on Title 42 right now is a big mistake. We need an extension until we can get a viable answer for this. Right now, this is unattainable. This is wrong. You can't do this to the southern border. Texas Governor Greg Abbott heartily agrees. If the courts do not intervene and put a halt to the removal of Title 42, it's going to be total chaos. But Ohio Democratic Senator Sherrod Brown insists Republicans are overstating the scope of the border crisis. I don't hear a lot about immigration from voters except people on the far right that always want to gain political advantage. A state of emergency has already been issued in El Paso, Texas, as daily new arrivals of migrants there are expected to double. The last hurrah today for the congressional panel known as the January 6th Committee. Maryland Congressman Jamie Raskin. We believe that the evidence described by my colleagues today and assembled throughout our hearings warrants a criminal referral of former President Donald J. Trump. But former FBI Director Andrew McCabe tells CNN that today's report offers much less evidence than would be needed for the Justice Department to get a conviction. Let's remember, the standard that they appear to be using is they think there is sufficient evidence to make a referral. That is a far cry from the department's standard to indict, which is we think there's enough evidence to prove these charges beyond a reasonable doubt at trial. The allegation 
recommendations made by the committee include insurrection and conspiracy. Most Americans have a poor outlook for the 2023 economy. Reporter John McCormick telling Compass Media, the Wall Street Journal poll that came out now found voters' political stance shapes their attitude toward the year ahead. Republicans are a little bit more than four out of five expect the economy to be worse a year from now. Independents are basically 50-50, and Democrats, only about one out of five, think the economy is going to be worse. Journal pollsters found that public opinion would be reversed if a Republican was president. A new push from the White House to combat homelessness. There have been some victories in the war on homelessness. Federal initiatives have helped homelessness among veterans plummet, and fewer young people are living on the streets. Nevertheless, a new federal tally finds close to 600,000 people are now sleeping on sidewalks and tents and in cars. And that doesn't include those staying with friends or family because they don't have a place of their own. President Biden's new roadmap aims to lower that number by 25 percent by 2025. Vicki Barker, CBS News. The sound of firefighters dousing flames at a Ukrainian power facility after the latest round of Russian missile and drone strikes. Ukraine says it was able to shoot down the majority of the two dozen exploding drones launched at them. Today is St. Nicholas Day in Ukraine, the traditional start of the Christmas season there. Another Takata airbag death. The death in a 2010 Chrysler 300. After two similar deaths last month, parent firm Stellantis asked people to stop driving 05 to 2010 300s along with the Dodge Magnum Charger and Challenger. 1,900 people responded. We need to increase that number dramatically. Spokesman Eric Main says repairs are totally free. Jeff Gilbert, CBS News, Detroit. All right, still to come on the 5 o'clock report, exploring free meals for New York State school kids, assessing the state of Pennsylvania's farmers, and bringing the power of the nativity to life. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life regional weather forecast. We expect skies tonight to be partly to mostly cloudy. Some lake flurries around. It'll be a couple inches in spots, low temps 20s. Tomorrow, some morning lake flakes. Otherwise, clouds and limited sunshine. High temps in the mid-20s to the mid-30s. Wednesday's a tranquil day, partly to mostly sunny, with high temperatures then in the 30s. Very good, Kevin Williams. Now checking the stories making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania. There may be a news conference later this week to answer some of the many questions surrounding the disappearance and then reappearance of St. John Fisher student Ken Dillon Jr., who's back home in western New York now after his sudden and as yet unexplained lack of contact with his family back home. Dillon had been spending a semester abroad studying French in France when he went incommunicado, triggering global news coverage and Interpol involvement. He flew back home with his mother over the weekend. A group of faith leaders in Rochester is urging the city council to approve a new police software. The Benchmark Analytics First Sign software is designed to help law enforcement agencies identify officers at risk of misconduct. That's News 10's Emily Putman who says council members are expected to put the proposal to a vote this week. The United Christian Leadership Ministry says both police and the community would benefit from the ability to identify early signs of officers at risk to themselves or others. When agencies can step in to provide the needed support, training, or other intervention. Staying in the Flower City, Rochester police have arrested three suspects, including one who was wearing an ankle monitor in connection with a weekend armed robbery that occurred Saturday afternoon at the Verizon Wireless Store on Lyle Avenue. Police say the suspects who were armed ordered customers and staff to lie on the floor, and they made off with $25,000 worth of electronics. Nobody was hurt. Police were able to locate the suspects because of the ankle monitor on one of them at a nearby gas station. A woman missing from central New York has been found dead. 59-year-old Susan Mills from Elbridge 
Reported missing last Wednesday, police say they found the body in Carpenter Falls on Sunday. New York State police say there does not appear to be foul play involved, yet autopsy results are pending. State lawmakers in New York pressing for students to get free meals in school. Members of the state Senate and Assembly are now urging the governor to include free breakfast and lunch meals in next year's budget. News 4's Chris Hovadis. High poverty schools received funds for free breakfast and lunch during the pandemic. Assemblywoman Jessica Gonzalez Rojas spearheaded the recent effort with a letter to Governor Hochul. Places like Vermont, Maine, and Massachusetts and California have taken lead on this issue, so it's time that New York does as well. We care about our children too much to not let this happen. The organization Feeding America says one in seven New York State children face hunger. Monroe County residents have a new place to skate, and this rink is unique because it doesn't have any ice. The new rink at Ontario Beach Park uses a synthetic ice surface. County Executive Adam Bello. This really is a, a tr- it's an asset for the community. We're right here on the lake, on the river. What an incredible thing where it's not weather dependent. Former Buffalo Sabres star Don Luce on hand for the rink's debut. He's a partner in the company that produces the high-density polymer skating surface. Part of uh, skating is exercise. It exercise is good for everybody. It gives the kids here an opportunity to come out and, and play and skate. On this surface here, you can use your stick in your puck as well as just do public skating. So I think it's a great addition. The rink's part of a $16 million county investment program in its park system, which started last year. The rink will be open for skating daily, 10 to 10. Got to bring your own skates, though. Thousands of volunteers from all over New York and Pennsylvania took part in a holiday tradition over this weekend. Wreaths Across America is an annual event where people place fresh Christmas wreaths on the graves of war veterans. One took place at the Bath VA. The National Cemetery in Bath has been there since the 1870s and has graves of Civil War veterans all the way up through the wars of our nation, and including several winners of the Congressional Medal of Honor. Dan Miller is a decorated Vietnam War vet and volunteer at the Bath VA. He's been taking part in wreaths across America for several years. You stop at each headstone with a wreath, and you place the wreath in front of the headstone and step back, I do anyway, and uh, say a brief prayer and a word of thanks to that particular veteran by name for his or her service, and then uh, finish that time with a with a salute. Miller calls the experience of laying those wreaths at the grave sites of our war dead sobering. His children and grandchildren took part in Saturday's wreath-laying ceremony at the Bath VA. On Saturday morning, a service in Lehigh County... PA honored two firefighters who died in the line of duty last month. Hundreds gathered at Northwestern High Middle School to celebrate the lives of Assistant Chief Marvin Gruber and Firefighter Zachary Paris, killed on December 7th responding to a house fire in West Penn Township, Schoolco County. Many spoke of the void left behind to their families, friends, and the fire company. Pennsylvania State Farmers being asked to take part in a new survey that looks at the state of agriculture in the Commonwealth. The Census of Agriculture is conducted nationally every five years. The data collected will influence how funds and initiatives are directed from government agencies and lawmakers and help policymakers plan for infrastructure projects such as broadband, roads, water, energy, and education. The more than 52,000 farmers and producers across Pennsylvania are being asked to take part in filling out that census. Terry Diener, Family Life News. Thank you, Terry. Churches across the region putting on presentations to tell the story of Christmas. That includes a drive-by live nativity 
activity in Clayville, PA, put on by four local churches. I think it's easier for people, especially older people, to get out and come out and see the story of our Savior's birth. Patty Ritchie with Claysburg Church of the Brethren tells WTAJ. That's basically why we decided to stay with it. Plus, it's, it kind of worked pretty good for us these two years of COVID. Ritchie says members also passed out goodie bags and reminded visitors of the true meaning of Christmas. And now there's a new travel option for folks near Happy Valley. State College's University Park Airport has announced a new nonstop flight to Charlotte. Flights will run on Saturdays in March and April to Charlotte Douglas International. March flights are available to book now, while April flights will be available starting January 7th. The added trips come after a 2021 campaign by the Center County government to attract American Airlines to operate flights from University Park Airport to Charlotte. The county used a quarter of a million dollars from the American Rescue Plan to create the airline incentive. Tracy Lynn, Family Life News. Thank you, Tracy. Your nightly market report is up next, brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. More selling on Wall Street as traders begin to wonder whether we will see a Christmas rally this year. The main driver, once again, seems to be general recessionary concerns, both in the United States and abroad. Some big names pulled the major indexes lower as Amazon and Meta fell 3% and 4% respectively. Energy names are some of the few bright spots today for stocks. And this week, we'll see earnings reports from FedEx and Nike, which may provide additional information on consumers. Oil today climbing to $76 a barrel, the Dow dropping 162 points, the S&P 500 fell 34, and the Nasdaq was down 159. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more online at ambassadoradvisors.com. Thank you, Dave. This is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life. Do what you can to unwrap the family finances this Christmas. Hi, I'm Rob West with the Money Wise Minute. Christmas time often allows adult children to spend extended time with their parents. If that's true in your family, I urge you to seize the opportunity to address critical financial issues, such as wills, retirement funds, and medical care. If your family is mostly Christians, you can raise these matters as stewardship issues. If not, raise them as practical matters, such as, Dad, how are you and Mom set for retirement? We're concerned about you. Or if you're the parent, Son, I want you to have a power of attorney in case something happens to us. These are crucial decisions for parents and adult children. And perhaps more than at any other time of the year, this is an opportune occasion. Discover the best Christian financial articles, podcasts, and videos by visiting our website, moneywise.org, or by downloading MoneyWise Biblical Finance from your app store. Alrighty, coming up on the 5 o'clock report, a classic Christmas comedy scene come to life. Russ! We're here, Dad. Go get the hammer. Clark, what do you need a hammer for? I'm going to catch it in the coat, smack it with the hammer. <laughs> I'm going in with him. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional weather forecast. All eyes on a late week storm system. Looks like a mess here of snow and ice changing to rain. Then snow and flash freeze with wind and lake effect all in the mix heading into Christmas weekend. And for holiday travel, we'll keep a close eye on it. In the meantime, we expect skies tonight to be partly to mostly cloudy. Some lake flurries around. It's going to be a couple inches in spots, low temps 20s. Tomorrow, some morning lake flakes. Otherwise, clouds and limited sunshine. High temps in the mid-20s to the mid-30s. Wednesday's a tranquil day, partly to mostly sunny, with high temperatures then in the 30s. Thank you very much, Kevin Williams. And finally at 5... Yes, he gone? Probably got scared and ran back into the tree. 
Odds are good that you've seen the scene in the movie Christmas Vacation where a squirrel makes his way into the Griswold home inside a Christmas tree. Well, guess what happened recently to a woman in North Carolina? Yeah, it was a squirrel. Taylor Stating's family caught it all on video as the Yuletide rodent ran amok in their living room, her three kids ages 8 through 11 shouting out advice. Just like in the movie, the family dog, in this case Dixie, not Snots, gave chase. Fortunately, the breakage was much less severe there than in the movie. Stating eventually used a dust mop to give the squirrel a push out an open window to return them to the wild and keep Christmas in his own way. And no, Margo, we don't know why the carpet's all wet. That's the world we live in for Monday, December 19th, 2022. Thank you again for joining us. I'm Mark Webster, Family Life News.